Hi, I'm Vanessa Anderson. And I'm Stephanie Cooley. It's time to give ourselves a moment to be real, to express all of motherhood. Mothering is beautiful. It's wonderful. And you know what? It's fucked up too. Come hang out with us. We're the real motherfuckers. Hello, everyone. I'm Stephanie. This is Vanessa. We are the real motherfuckers. We are. We get real. We're mothers and sometimes, you know, fuckers. We get we fuck things up. We actually did do a recording yesterday of us fucking our partners, so yeah. Not not literally, but just talking about how it went. <laughs> so don't be looking for that video. Well actually we're doing re we're redoing this one. We did this episode a few weeks ago and it was and it's on friendships mothering and friendships and the complexities of that Mm -hmm. um and we did that one after we had recorded a previous one which was our very first which was our very first one and i think we're being way too ambitious yeah and we're like let's record another one we're so good and then we did it and i think we were like we fell flat because i think we were kind of tired and like we were yeah our nerves had worn out right and but not only that yeah we had crotch shots and me fidgeting around and all kinds of funny things that we were just not. But also we wanted to bring this again because I think other things have come up where we can make it more fruitful for you guys to enjoy and maybe hear other topics that, you know, will bring you joy. Maybe it will help you reflect more. So, yeah. So I yesterday saw one of my writer group friends um, had posted something on his stories, Instagram stories, and said something like, I feel so embarrassed saying this, but, uh, you know, he, I think he read something about how we need friends outside of our romantic partner. Um, and he's like, it's hard to find friends as an adult, and it feels lame. And I agree. And I feel like a lot of us feel that way. Yes. That it's hard to find friends because we live in our lives and our bubbles with our families and we have to spend so much time with them. Not we have to, we get to spend so much time with them and we have to be very mindful about who we hang out with. Um, and then also like just finding these friends too. When I first moved out here 10 years ago, we live in an area that's everything's kind of, why it's far apart um there's no city there's no town um i moved out here having a job where i work from home so i'm super isolated then and i wasn't i was it was just me and my husband i wasn't a mom yet and then i had a baby a year later Mm. and my baby wasn't going to daycare or any kind of place like that so i was at home all the time and never went out and i had I really bad um, postpartum depression and I realized I needed connection besides my husband, besides my baby. And you know, I think that a lot of us think like, Oh, like that's all you need, but no, you think it fills you. Um, yeah, it's a surprise. It's a, it's a really sad surprise. I feel in motherhood. Yeah. You feel like this is going to be the most blissful ass time of my life. Yeah. Nothing's, you know, it's going to be like this. It's like this culmination of perfection that you've been putting in your head since you were maybe even a kid. That once you got married, you got your stuff settled, you were going to have your kid, you know, your spouse, and everyone was going to be okay. But no, there's like other little tricklets that come in. But mm-hmm. do you do you feel like guilty that you felt that way 
about your yeah. life at that point? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I felt this weird sense of like, why do I have people around me all the time, but I feel so lonely? Mm. The two people, are, you know, I had my husband, my baby, my nanny. I talked to all my coworkers all the time over the phone, but I felt so lonely and I felt like it, there was this one thing that was missing of just like another connection outside of my home, just getting to know people and have doing my, like interesting things with other people outside of my family. It was this womanhood connection, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's relating to, oh my God, like my breasts hurt right now. Oh my God, sex hurts. Oh my God, my hair's falling yeah. out. Oh my God. You know, that it, it's nice for you to say it out loud, what things are bothering you and have someone say, hey, you know what, it's cool, it's happening to me too. Yeah. And then, then just being able to, you, I mean, you can say that to your husband, but they're going to just be like, oh, it's okay, you look great. And I know, don't you know, say that to me, don't try to fix things. Don't try to fix things. And I love my husband, yeah. and, you know, we both love our husbands, but you know, it, they do, they, they, they love us and they do want to fix it because they don't want to see us unhappy, but with yeah. women... We want to be able to say it. It's like a therapy session, right? Yeah. It's a it's a real therapy session, and you get to be just honest with someone that is possibly going through the same thing you are. Yeah. But it's if you're isolated like you were, yeah, as I was as well. It's it's hard to find the avenue to find that friend, the opportunity to find that friend, and not only that, to get to that level of intimacy where you can be honest about getting there. Yeah, yeah. So, but I I did remember that you did um something that you said was embarrassing to find a friend but i i I don't i think you went about it the right way and it went well for you can you share that um, how you met your friend i online dated (laughs) i went on meetup i was like how else am i gonna find people um i went on meetup and I dragged my husband along to the first meetup to a brewery. I was like, let's go to the brewery. And just I didn't got, tell him. Just in case it got creepy, you had, like, muscles that, like, make it not creepy. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, how, like, did not understand. I told him, like, right before. Mm-hmm. Like, we're basically going to look for friends that, you know, speed dating. Um, and we ended up find, finding some of our best friends there. That's and great. Um, it really they really helped me like come alive again and they had i had one kid at the time and they had two and it was just really cool to see like a different parenting dynamic but similar parenting dynamic and we were both um we just had such good energy from the from the beginning was it easy for you meeting a friend that way easy for you to get personal quick with her do you feel like yes. you guys that that's great well, and it was so cool because she went home and told her husband the same thing because um, they 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 had met a bunch of other people because there were a lot of people there. And I was like, oh, I like them the most. Yeah. And they went home so you and they're like, like, oh, I like, like them the most. We're like, we love each other. Wait a minute. I didn't know there was like a group. Like, yes, that was crazy. Oh, yes, that it was, was really crazy. Dating. Like, there were like probably like, I don't know, 10, 15 couples That's a there. trip. I thought you were just meeting her. Okay. No. That is yeah. the level of this. Um. Yeah. And, like, it's funny because after that, I was like, I can find friends through meetups. And so I went to probably, like, I don't know how many meetups after that. I didn't find any other connections. There was one other couple that we ended up, like, being friends with. But, yeah, it's like dating where oh you have to go God. through a lot of people who you don't make connections with. Yeah. But then... You will find the one. You will find the one. And, and, and you, you know, I think the older we get, you find the one. Like, you find the one that you 
can call for certain things. I, I feel like there's certain friends that you can call for certain things. Like, God forbid there's a family tragedy. You know yeah. the first two people you're going to want by your side. Or Oh, my gosh. You know. When I met them, they helped me out because my nanny was getting sick a lot. And she, they were there for my, the tragedy of our nanny dying unexpectedly. And they helped take care of, um, you know, our, our daughter while I still had, you know, we both had to work. And, yeah. Oh, my God. Such a true testament to, like, oh my God. friendship. You know, it being, is. You know, when, it, when, that nanny was your family. Yeah. That's a it was, huge that was, hit. And Maybe but, we'll talk about that another time. You know, care, help, uh, caregivers and people who help raise our kids. Yeah, yeah, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. No, that, 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 yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's, and then there's friends that you are the less serious friends, you know, that they're just fun. Yeah. Maybe. Well, how did you meet? Because we realized we moved around here at the same time. I know. Didn't know anybody. I how know. did you make friends? Would you have chosen me if I was there? Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I gotta say, you know, I was kind of isolated and, and I kind of took that time. I almost felt like COVID-like for me mm. when after I had my baby, my husband worked, you know, 24 to 72 hours straight sometimes. So I'd be alone literally with my child. My family lived in Nebraska at the time. Mm. My brother was local, but he had his own life, you know, so he yeah. would visit occasionally. But um, I started I would have to say Olivia was probably about two and I started going to parent child at uh, a local Waldorf school mm-hmm. in Encinitas is the one I used to work at so I thought I want to go there I wanted to be part of something I used to be a part of so all of our friends ended up being in Encinitas or Carlsbad oh the distance so thing. it was the distance thing our friends that we met on meetup yeah <laughs> was they like, were like but they live in they live in that area that's so, so far. far. Yeah, we're the other end of the world for people, especially if you're from Encinitas. If you're from Encinitas, like I lived there for 10 years, anything outside of the three exits is far. <laughs> Nobody will go visit you, I swear to God. So like my Encinitas friends, I'm like, I'll see you in three years, <laughs> you know? But yeah, if you're a Lucadian Encinitas person in Cal- Southern California, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So anyway. I would see them rarely. I'd see them at parent child. We would do birthday parties. We would go on hikes. And so it was still spotty. Um, and I feel like it wasn't until I started going to my local Waldorf school or a local mm. school that um, I found a group of moms and the a, a teacher that I could talk to that made me feel at home and welcome yeah. and I could share things. But I do have to say my... I didn't find the friend, local friend, mom friend, until my daughter's like third year at the school. Mm-hmm. There, I felt really truly comfortable about sharing maybe feelings that I was uncomfortable with about mm-hmm. myself or mom things, bodily things, mm-hmm. or straight up to ask for help. Yeah, to ask for help for me was like. For with a friend, it was like a weakness that I didn't want people to see in me. Yeah, I don't want them to think that I needed them or, or be a needy friend. But yeah, you know, vulnerability is a beautiful thing. It totally is. I have a friend who told me that she was like, "We can be friends." When I told her, sometimes don't you just want to fucking punch your husband in the face? <laughs> sure the answer yes and i'm sure it's likewise i'm sure they wish that they could just be in the 50s and back she's like i knew you were the one you know you said that one you know 
You know, it's just funny. Like, this was 1950. I'm pretty sure her husband's the one that's in the kitchen barefoot. Up. You know? This is, we're all, we're, we're primal still. We get the urge to be oh, tigers. Yeah. It's yeah. true. It's true. And so you don't want to vent to them that what they're doing to you. So you need the other friend to say, I don't want to bitch slap you, so I need to tell you what I'm feeling. Exactly. No, totally. No, I... I, I love it. I think once I found that group of friend that friend, she had other friends in our same community that we would start doing with. So oh, then yeah. it kind of started to open up, and you got to know those people. Mm-hmm. And then that's kind of how I got to know you too. Our our daughters became friends. Yeah. You know, we and they're in the same class, and we started seeing each other more and having little snippets of conversation. Yeah. I was like, oh, I love this girl. She like, I loved your voice first of all. Like it's. Oh, so cute. Thank and you. The, thing, the way you say things, I'm like, oh my god, it just makes it better. It's like British <laughs> people, you know. They, you have this something, and you have this quality about you that's very refreshing. And and I wanted to get to know you. You were real. Um, do you find? I'm gonna like. This is how my mind works. Is it jumps? Okay, go for okay. it. Jelly bean. Like we're talking like the great friendships. Do you have friends that you've like? bowed out from because I feel like yes. time is such an issue and quality is such an issue yeah. and I feel like I would love to hang out with all my friends all the time but I have to kind of be yeah, your top five. strategic yeah was it Verizon that used to have your top five calls that you could call all the time <laughs> you could call them yeah like what would you Peter? be charged for yeah the minutes don't matter yeah yeah I, that's no I have um Fired friends. I have, you know, just naturally fizzled out of friendships. Yeah. But you know, I've noticed that that they were the ones that weren't supposed to be happening anymore. Yeah. They we didn't weren't we weren't a match anymore. Yeah. It was like crickets when we'd hang out. It was there's nothing in common. Oh, you anymore. know the spark. Yeah, it was gone. The spark. It's from me. There was one where it was too much spark was taken from me. Like every yeah. time we hung out, I was like, I'm so exhausted from all of the. It felt like very much um, pulling a lot of energy from me, and then it was it wasn't reciprocal. So she know? would dump all your her stuff on you, yeah. and be like, "Peace, I got all your good shit." Yeah, bye yeah. bye. Yeah, yeah I, have, I have a family member that was like that, and we're no longer. But it, it's a real thing in Kabbalism. Uh-huh. They really much there's some like windows that they believe in, but there is that very much. We are all energy, and you know when we hug, when we touch, mm-hmm. when we're around each other, there is this exchange. So, like, if you do like being around someone peaceful, it's because yeah. that's their energy, right? Yeah. Which is someone that's, like, hyperactive. It's, it's hard. It, like, makes you feel that energy. Like, right? Oh, my gosh. I was just thinking about oh, the people connection and energy because you were the one who convinced me to go to a damn yoga class. I know. Because like, I was like, I just do it at home. I do it at home. I'm like, no. <laughs> You're like, you need to go to a class and feel the energy, the energy. and make energy with other people. And that, I think, is, like, such a... A lovely way to look at friendship, too. It's yeah. a, and a, a good exchange of energy. It's a good exchange of energy. And, and um, you know, that's, for me, that's how I now, from, you know, my, all my, my high school, you know, there's still childhood friends that I have that I love. And they've been there for me. And they're just like my little friendship soulmates. There's a few. Mm-hmm. Um, and we stay connected when we can. And we love each other. But um, now locally, the ones I choose to have, time with you're one of them obviously um, is 
you know, the ones where we help each other out, where it's fun. Mm-hmm. We help each other out. It, and it doesn't always have to be fun either. Like, if I'm yeah. sad or yeah. shitting my pants, like, you're yeah. there for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, it's just, it's that combination. And, and it's and it's fun. But mostly, um, and I know this sounds weird, but it's true. It's like, not that I'm, like, obsessed with you or anyone else I've been around with. But I, there's something about you that I admire that I want to learn from you as yeah, a friend. Same. You know? Same. It's yeah. like it we're exchanging energy, we're exchanging new intelligence with each other and I mean like I've gotten a lot from you over the, we haven't been like we newlyweds. Oh my god. We're <laughs> the honeymoon <laughs> newly friends. <laughs> we're in the honeymoon period. I mean like and also it's interesting cuz for us to agree to do this together, we had to also agree to a different level of a friendship. Oh, totally. Well. You know, being business partners is, it's a scary thing, it's too. A scary There's thing. this risk of, like, well, if shit goes south, then what, how is the Are you going to talk to me? Yeah. You exactly. didn't pay that bill, bitch. You better give me that, that, that website fee. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think uh, going into this with you, I knew. I, I That's why I feel it took me a bit to even manifest this with someone and I felt like with you I'm like she's professional she's honest you know you're all the good qualities I would want to be in a smith (laughs) okay so this brings me to all the good qualities all the types of friends so there is this substack writer that I love and follow her name is Anna Gannon and she um wrote this list of like 18 friends that you that you have and I'm sure I have more than like I can think of a few more but she has some really good categories of friends like childhood friends mm-hmm. you the, just talked about the, the, some. The, the handful or the two or three or one that you yep. keep for life yep for sure. I have I have a childhood friend we um she just asked me to be her son's god oh godmother god. yeah I was so that's so touching touched. yeah and then there's best friends, industry friends. Oh, the industry friend that crosses over to close friend. I have a few of those. I actually feel like I picked up one, like, really good friend from each job that I've had. And same, I love seeing same. them, like, come with me through my life. Well, I feel like the industry friends, I, it, it, the, the, the name kind of feels really like. I know, like, like Yeah, it sounds <laughs> like, oh, that's old one. Yeah. I feel like it's it's kind of downplayed because those are the people that you guys kind of, you're like counselors because when you work with people, you're kind of like a family. You spend yeah. more time with your them than your family. So like there's some shit that goes down, gossip, yeah. things that you didn't feel that were fair. You're there to counsel each other through those moments and be mm-hmm. like, should I say something? Should I not say something? I feel taken advantage of. There's like a lot of levels to it. Mm-hmm. And it's like um, when things go badly at your job they could be the person that like you can go to and yeah. they, they are the only ones that will understand yeah because they know yeah. who you're dealing with yeah they'll be like yeah that motherfucker's not good like yeah they should fire him yep you know? feel you i feel yeah. you okay the long distance friends do you have a few of those i you have do those? and you know what those are my childhood peeps too like they're oh yeah they're the ones that know my history they know like those the that best time. the yeah. best ones is like when they're long distance, it's the best excuse to go on a trip and, like, meet with them yeah, where they are yeah. or meet somewhere in the middle. Yeah, yeah, you have that, like, chunk of a week or a year or something where you, like, 
As soon as I sit down with that friend, you probably feel like, up you yeah, but you're like, hurry up. We only got a week. It's such a good feeling though. And, and those are the friends that I feel that I can, you know, we don't talk for months and then we call each other and we're just like, Hey, how are you? Like if yeah. we've seen each other yesterday and mm -hmm. I feel like there's a treasure there. Yeah. Right. So yeah. long distant friends, you know who you are. We love you. I know. We I miss you. So Get on that plane. But no, they're they're amazing. Oh my god, the flaky friend. Yeah, but the flaky friend. <laughs> I feel like that one. I, I I I that's that's something that hurts me that hurts me, and I cannot tolerate. Yeah, I'm the same. I'm the same, and I have an issue with like, ex again, the exchange of energy, right? So like, if I feel like I'm putting more effort, yeah, into the friendship, at way more than you, or if I'm initiating things, I'm like. Do you not want to hang out with me? Like, yeah. I, so I'm just like, I don't have time for that. Or, or, I don't have time to like have someone make me question who I am in my relationship with you. Or they are like, we can't make it, or they're last minute cancellations. Uh -huh. Like when you're moving your life around and your family's life around to make it time for them. And that is one of my pet peeves in life: people that don't show up when they say they are. Um, that's when I am leashed. That, that, that that's my worst as a person. <laughs> I want to like get down like be upset so i think if you're a flaky friend of mine it's going to be temporary friendship yeah because I, yeah. I don't i don't play with that yeah i can respect a flaky friend who will be outward about it though and say please don't be offended i like will i guess you know like i don't know but maybe 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 it's not all the time though yes no you know, it's, all, it's the time, all the time adios yeah no more yeah I don't deal with that shit. Like, once I start realizing that, like, it's only me doing yeah. the, the work. Yeah, and mommies, we don't have time for that. Like, I'm not trying to make, cho like, choices uh, for yeah. mothers, mm -hmm. but if you got something like that going on in your in your life, yeah. you've got to, like, you got to, that, that's coming next for, for yeah. what we're going to say, but you got to really take stock of that. That's, that's, that's not okay, in my opinion, if it's happening all the time. Mm-hmm. Should could, we go through more? Yeah, or should you know, we go to the tip? Uh, I don't know. Let me see what let me see what else we got here. Um, yeah, we should go to the tip. Okay, just the tip. Oh my god, I'm sorry. There's some good ones here. The very intense friend. Oh god. The trial friend. So the one that like you just started you're just starting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I let's do the intense friend first. Okay. So when you when I say that without reading what. This lovely lady wrote, and I love that article as well. And can you please remind me what her name is again, that he wrote this? Emma. Emma, okay. Emma Gannon. Uh, so this is someone who needs your attention all the time. Is that correct? Is that how I'm getting this? It's the person who sends you a million emojis, writes essays on WhatsApp, or wants, wants to FaceTime you at midnight. These friends have taught me how to have boundaries because they have none. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's a little crazy. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe your personality likes that. I mean, if that's the kind of friends you want to have, yeah. but because the mommyhood thing and, you know, if you, especially you moms out there who are in the middle of maybe breastfeeding and you don't want a fucking midnight emoji wake up when you just went to sleep after breastfeeding, that yeah. might not work out. <gasps> Wait. Okay. So on the flip side of that, I did have a, we wouldn't, we had equal exchange of like text back and forth and stuff like that. But when I remember when I was nursing, I had a friend that I met only through Facebook. It's just a weird, like, and we're, we're great friends now. And 
we would text each other in the middle of the night while we were nursing to make it like, and like she's two hours ahead of me. So she'd wake up to nurse and see my text and it made us both feel better that we weren't the only ones awake at two o'clock in the morning. Hmm. But, but, but do you, I don't know if that's intense. That's not intense. I'm not trying to say it's intense, but it reminded me of that. But it I think reminded there's me of exceptions. Like, yes, exactly. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. okay. I dig. That's, that's really cute actually. <laughs> I know it was such a great, like, you're the one friend that's making me feel like I, cause you know how you feel when you're up at all hours of yeah. night and you feel like you're literally the only one awake. Yeah. You're going to be like, I'm going to be the one to see the UFO today. <laughs> it's going to be out there. <laughs> no, it is. And, but I think the intense friend is the one who, for me, it's the one that kind of is the energy sucker. Uh-huh. Needs to be the center of attention uh-huh. in a crowd uncomfortably. Yeah. Maybe even does inappropriate things like yeah. where you're like, oh my God, like, don't do that. Maybe. Yeah. Yes. Like we're in our yes. middle age here. Like, no, we're all hanging out and everybody's like, oh my God. Yeah. And, and so then they can't approach before for their so face. Then, so then they think, oh, those other girls show their titties too. And you're like, no, <laughs> you know, it could be one of them friends. <laughs> Not happening. Um, uh, no, I, I, yeah, this list. If you guys have a chance to look at it, um, y'all share it. We'll we'll be sharing it, and it's interesting. Yeah. Um, it it reminded us of what our just the tip of the day is. Yes. Which is you've probably heard the saying of like you are who you the five people you surround yourself with. Yeah, you're doing you're making the choices the same as they are. You have the same lifestyle. Yeah. Take stock, your friend. Take stock of your friends and then um, maybe even write down. And I know we're going to be saying this a lot, but it becomes personal when you can channel and write something down of what your values are and how you want to spend your time. Do you want to spend your time, you know, growing with your friendship? Maybe there's a friend that inspires you, uh, you know, meditating or there's something that they're getting into. Maybe they're gardening. I mean, it could be anything Mm -hmm. that you truly will both enjoy together. Maybe. That could be like, a start cool listing one would friends. be like writing down what you would like in your friendships or what you would like in your friendships in the next phase of your life. Because mm-hmm. I think that that is something that I realized when I was thinking through this is that like our wants and needs of friendships have changed so much throughout our lives and through the decades. Yeah, <clears throat> and this is a cool, cool thing like being a, a, a mom, a new mom. You're kind of like, you can restart again. Like It's a restart and it's going to be a different uh, relationship than any of your other friendships. I do have to say motherhood friendships. Yeah. uh, Not that my other friendships were not meaningful because they are and they still are. It's just another level of who you are as a mother. Yeah. And the reciprocation of I'm there too. Like I, the whole reason we're doing this podcast, you're not alone. Yeah. Um, I feel you all that good stuff, but yeah. And then also, are they worthy of your time and your family's time? Yeah. Noting mm-hmm. that as well. Like, uh, is it worth not having a chill day at home and resetting with just your family? Are, are those friendships worth driving the hour worth the vacation worth the phone call taking away from your family? It really yeah. has to be worth it. Yeah. So, yeah. So I hope that you find your five that are worth it for you. Um, again, if you guys have any questions, comments, or any suggestions oh, yes. for future posts, we'd love to hear. Love to hear. 
That's about it. Adios. Lift up that. Oh yeah, the pussy cup. Do you know where your meat comes from? We do. Our sponsor, White Barn Wagyu, guarantees sustainably raised beef. You'll know where your beef comes from and what it was fed. I've been to the ranch many times, and I personally know the family that raised the cattle. You know it's legit because I feed my family of four with this beef. Same. Our family of five has had many meatballs, burgers, steaks, broths, and stocks, and all the delicious beefy meals with White Barn Wagyu. Check them out on whitebarnwagyu.com. Select cuts can be shipped nationwide. Bulk items can be delivered to Southern Arizona and Southern California. We'd like to thank our local and loved sponsor, Sage Yoga Studios in Bonzel and Fallbrook. Vanessa teaches yoga there, and it is tough and fulfilling and also speaks to your soul. Trust me, I've cursed her and praised her all in one class. Sage is an inclusive yoga studio where all students can meet, learn, and grow. There's classes for meditation, restoration, for a good stretch, and a solid strengthen. For all our listeners in our area, check them out at sageyogastudios.com.